So hello traders and potential future traders, Patrick Maldonado here, cryptocurrency trader and market analyst at AlphaChain Capital and creator of PC Trading. So in today's episode, I will be talking more about the importance of having a trading plan. You might have heard that if you fail to plan, you are really planning to fail. Planning is essential in trading and even more so when challenging emotions and uncertainty. If you would like to start learning how to trade, get a 70 plus percent discount with the code TCFRIENDS on my AB trading course in Udemy. So traders, hello once again, let's talk about the importance of having a trading plan. And this is uh, something very important as I mentioned before, if you fail to plan you are kind of planning to fail and this sounds very harsh to be honest it sounds very harsh that you are saying that someone is planning to fail but there's an importance uh, i mean it's very important to have this into consideration but let's just kind of reflect a little bit why would you want to plan something out when the market does whatever it wants to do right and i have been talking about uh the fundamental truths of trading before so you know that a market does whatever the market wants to do so why would you even think about planning when you know in the end the market is gonna do whatever it wants to do well if you think about it the plan is not really for the market the plan is for you you know the plan is for you to take into consideration your stop losses your take profits when to enter when to exit how to react what to do in uncertain situations so the plan is for you not for the market so that's why it's so important to have a trading plan now uh, there's a very very uh, important difference between what's called mechanical traders and what's called discretionary traders and i have not talked about uh, this before not even in the ab trading course i mean i do cover some parts uh, indirectly but you know this is kind of like a definition that's important so mechanical traders are the ones that only use indicators and based on uh, different i don't want to say patterns but based on different uh, triggers they will take a trade and they will execute a stop loss or a take profit and then that's it you know it's it's all mechanical it's do this and do that now on the other side uh, discretionary traders are the ones that say hey i feel that the market might go down and they go back uh, you know they short into the market and then maybe at, uh, potentially they think that uh support or resistance might not hold and discretionary they say i'm still gonna hold this position until it breaks and if it breaks good if it doesn't break well maybe they break even or whatever now in my opinion i think the best approach is uh, being something in the middle right you don't want to be all mechanical because sometimes the market uh, you know might be more volatile and you have to adjust but you don't want to be all uh, discretionary because if you don't have kind of like a you know a trading strategy or something to follow then you might just uh, be in the uncertainty you might just be at the will of emotions because you don't know what's going to happen and you don't really have a plan now in terms of your trading plan what should it include and why so first of all uh, again this is something that i discuss in the ab trading course but it's something you know uh, very basic uh, that i'm just gonna briefly covering here you know you want to include uh, your indicators you want to include your entries and exits why indicators 
because you need to think, okay, what am I usual, uh, are gonna be using in order to focus in the market, right? If you don't write uh, what, which indicators are you using, maybe you have 10, maybe you have 20, and you're not gonna be focused on all of them. But if you actually write maybe a few of them, you are really gonna be focusing on what they have to tell you. Uh, now, entries and exit, again, specifications, maybe your entry is gonna be like when the price is doing a, I don't know, a divergence uh, with the RSI oversold, uh, stochastic oversold. I'm going to enter a trade uh, short, let's say, and exit at this point in time. You know, uh, I mean, that's just pretty basic. These, these rules are really for you to follow. Now, the important part as well is that you need to line up uh, your risk management rules. And in the last episode, we talked about the risk management. So this is where you're going to be saying, okay, I'm going to risk 1% per trade. And, you know, I'm going to have a daily drawdown, maximum drawdown of maybe 5%, and then a weekly or a monthly drawdown of, let's say, 10%. That's really up to you. Again, these are just guidelines you do yourself you know you do uh, what you do what you think is better but it's kind of like you know it's best practices in order to at the very least have something written and know what to do also things that you might want to include is time frames assets you know you want to be sure that you are going to be trading a specific market rather than trying to hit all of them because with all the financial news with all what's happening in the current economy you never know it's better to focus only on you know maybe one two three four even five assets but in in the same market again you can diversify and if you diversify it's perfect uh, but just take that into consideration that it might also affect you no, as well, market conditions, very important, you know, it's not the same trading in a trending market than trading in a choppy market, in a consolidation market. Uh, this is important because depending on your strategy, of course, it might perform better in different markets. And if you have this into consideration in your trading, in your trading plan, this might uh, benefit you. Now, uh, another thing that you want to do with your training plan and what's most important is really to avoid cognitive biases and tilts. So I go again more deeply in, into the course. I'm not really going to be covering them, uh, but you might like uh, to add, for instance, psychological reactions. Let's say that, you know, uh, if you have three consecutive losses in your trading plan, you write down that if I have three consecutive losses, I'm going to stop trading, you know, and maybe you're uh, angry, maybe you're mad at that point, uh, point in time, but you know, maybe, uh, I mean, you, you'll have to suck it up. You'll have to go and take a walk. Uh, I don't know, maybe, um, you, you know, do some exercise in order to uh, calm down. Uh, the point is that you can also write these type of things in your trading plan so that if it happens, you know what to do. You know, another example is if something unpredicted goes wrong, maybe just stop trading. You know, I'm going to give a brief uh, personal example in a moment, but you know, if something doesn't go according to your plan, then just stop everything, you know, uh, put uh, the plug out because if not, things might get worse. Also, another thing, conditions for reentry. You know, maybe you lose a trade and you want to re-enter. So are you going to have specific rules for that? You know, maybe you want to wait uh, two or three times your risk. 
in the opposite side to re-enter, you know, maybe when the indicators show a specific, you know, signal, then you are just going to re-enter because if not, you might be subject of just losing a trade and being like, oh, uh, I, I lost this trade, but I, I'm pretty sure that this is uh, going to be w a winner after. So you re-enter and then it's just like you were expanding that stop loss and adding more risk rather than just follow your initial setup. Now, something very important is that uh, this uh, is also going to help you to manage uncertainty. And what do I mean manage uncertainty? I talked about the fundamentals uh, truths of trading is that your plan is basically an action guideline, right, of what to do. Your plan is uh, writing uh, down the potential scenarios and what are you going to do in those scenarios. Now, I'm going to talk more about backtesting in the next episode. I'm going to give you some uh, key gold uh, nuggets uh, for you and your trading. But it's important that you know your edge and probabilities and you take this into consideration when talking about your trading plan because, you know, if you already know your trading age, maybe you already know that your uh, specific strategy is about 50% correct and the average uh, risk-reward ratio is of 1 to 2, you know, you know that you're going to be profitable in the future. So that's how you ma manage uncertainty and that's how, again, you can put it in your trading plan because if you know that, you know, you are right 50% of the time, maybe even if you have two or three consecutive losses, you know that in the long run, as long as you have a correct, uh, a good risk management, you're going to be profitable. You just have to be patient and you just have to follow your trading plan. I wanted to talk about a personal example uh, that happened to me, um, I think a couple months ago, probably. Uh, I'm not quite uh, sure. I don't remember exactly when it happened, but you know, it's important because it actually happened twice. Now, what happened with my trading is that I was trading on Binance and I was using a stop uh, limit orders. Now, this is, this might be a lot of jargon and this might be very technical. So I don't really want to explain exactly what happened. But the point is that when you use this type of, of stop loss orders, and let's call it uh, like that, uh, which is called stop limit, you are basically allowing a threshold where you want to get out from the market. So if in the market is very volatile, there's not a lot of orders and people are just buying and not selling or vice versa, depending on your position, there is the possibility that the market moves so fast that it does not trigger your stop loss. So that's something that happened to me. Uh, that's also the reason why I moved from stop limit into stop market, because, you know, if something happens, I just want to get out of the market, you know. You know, if, it, if the price is really going against me, I don't even want to, you know, minimize the cost. I just want to make sure that I'm going to uh, be out of the market. So this is something that happened, you know, that my stop loss did not work. Now, uh, on, in retrospective, when that happened, you know, I did not know what to do. Uh, I tried to solve the issue, but of course, when you are uncertain, that's where cognitive biases uh, and tilts, uh, you know, uh, get you. That's when they really clouded my mind in that particular example. I, you know, instead of just <laughs> disconnecting and 
taking the plug out, you know, and just saying, okay, you just accept it. This didn't happen. You lost a little bit more. But that's it. You know, I tried to solve it. And to be honest, I would have been better just by cutting that tray, you know, take my losers and be like, okay, this was an accident. Um, let's talk about it, uh, about it another day instead of just trying to, you know, work it out saying, okay, I'll increase my risk. I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to see if I can come back because, you know, this is an uncertain scenario that might happen. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to think that it's going to happen, but it might happen and you would need to have a plan. Now, for me, this is why I even said before, if something that I was not taking in, in consideration happens, it's something that, you know, unacquainted that, I was not sure that could be possible, but for some reason it happened. I'm just going to close all the trades. You know, I'm just going to close. I'm going to take my losses. I'm going to reevaluate because that's when cognitive biases get you. But in any case, traders and listeners, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the TC Trading Podcast. Remember to never fail to plan. You will see a huge improvement in your trading if you know what to do before good or even bad things happen. If you like my content, I would like to ask you if you can please share it as it really helped me grow the podcast and help traders who might be struggling, you know, or people interested in having a secondary income, learning a new skill. It's not really only about selling, you know, the course or whatever. It's uh, really kind of my purpose to reach more people. That's why I do some free content as well. But in any case, thank you very much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.